This is episode 552 of the AWS podcast, released on October 24th, 2022. G'day, Simon here asking for a favor. We love to get your feedback and we really want to find out how we can make the podcast even better for all of our regular listeners. So take a moment and fill out the very short survey from the link in the show notes. Really appreciate it. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. Simon Lesha here with you. Great to have you back. And of course, I'm joined by my excellent co-host, Han Logren. How are you doing? It's a new day with new beginnings. <laughs> it re- ridiculously positive, uh, almost too much for me. <laughs> oh, come on, uh, you got to start somewhere. Let's. Uh, it's it's the combination of the American and the Australian that sort of comes to the middle. I think you know, there's there's the laconic, there's the enthusiastic. Somewhere We're global, in the middle. we balance each other. It's all good. This is very true. Very true. Let's get on with some really cool updates. Let's start with the topic of analytics. Amazon Athena has announced an upgraded query engine, and this has a huge number of improvements and capabilities. So let's go through them. In fact, it's including the latest features from the Trino open source project. Now, Athena Engine version 3 includes over 50 new SQL functions, 30 new features, and more than 90 query performance improvements. Also, Athena is introducing a continuous integration approach to open source management that'll improve currency with the Trino and Presto projects. So you get faster access to community improvements, integrated and tuned into that Athena engine. Now, Athena engine version three has all the features of version two whilst bringing numerous enhancements like TGIGS functions that can be used to approximate rank-based statistics with high accuracy, new geospatial functions to run optimized geospatial queries. I know a lot of folks wanted that one. And new query syntaxes like match recognize for identifying data patterns in applications such as fraud detection and sensor data analysis. And with our simplified engine upgrade process, you can configure existing workgroups to be automatically upgraded to engine version three without requiring manual review or intervention. I do love an automated upgrade. AWS Glue introduces Git integration. Now, this is, of course, the widely used open source version control system. I think I use it almost every day these days. AWS Glue is a serverless data integration service that uses reasonable jobs to perform ETL tasks on data sets at nearly any scale. With this new feature, customers can use GitHub and AWS CodeCommit to maintain a history of changes in their AWS Glue jobs and apply your existing DevOps practices to deploy them. So instead of having to do it yourself, you don't have to anymore. AWS Glue crawlers support incremental Amazon S3 crawling on existing AWS Glue data catalog tables. So this is uh, an ability to scan only data based on events that have changed in Amazon S3. Now, we're extending this support to incremental crawling and updating catalog tables that are created by non-crawler methods like API calls executed inside data pipelines. With this feature, incremental crawling can now be offloaded from the data pipeline to the scheduled glue crawler, reducing crawls to incremental S3 events. This is all about making it quicker and easier. You can now monitor Amazon EMR serverless jobs in real time with native Spark and Hive Tez UI. The Apache Spark and Hive Tez UIs present visual interfaces with detailed job information about your running and completed jobs. You can dive into job-specific metrics and information about event timelines, stages, tasks, and executors for each job. And finally, on this topic, Amazon QuickSight Q now supports questions for access-restricted data sets that use row-level security with user-based rules. 
This is uh, Row Level Security is RLS. And readers can now ask questions about topics that have restricted access data sets and instantly receive accurate and pertinent answers based on access control rules defined by authors in RLS settings. Basically, you don't see what you shouldn't see. And that's very cool, but you can still ask your questions, which is nice. Now, under the topic of business applications, Amazon Chime announces new mobile apps with features to improve your meeting experience. New versions of Amazon Chime iOS and Android mobile apps are being rolled out with new experience to design improved your Amazon Chime meetings and mobile devices. This update introduces features that aim to make it easier for you to participate in meetings when you're away from your desk or on the move. This update introduces new roster screen that should make it easier to identify who is on the meeting, speaking, sharing their screen, and more. Easier access to control allows you to more confidently mute, unmute, turn on your video, or focus on someone speaking. Controls when viewing screen share have also changed to make it more natural to zoom, pan, maximize display. The raise hand button has been added to help you get everyone's attention when you have something to say. When you're on the go, you need easy access to different options to join meeting on time or let everyone know you're running late. So Amazon Chime is now making the join experience faster and smoother with a single join screen. You can choose your audio mode, message meeting participant, or let participant know you're running late as soon as you receive a meeting ring or notification. In addition to previously available dial-in capabilities, the mobile join screen now also includes a call me feature to have Amazon Chime call your phone number or a conference room number. Now onto the topic of compute. Announcing Amazon EC2 TR1 instance for high-performance cost-effective deep learning training. Amazon EC2 TRN1 instances are powered by AWS Trainium chips, which are purpose-built for high-performance ML training applications in the cloud. TRN1 instances deliver the highest performance on deep learning DL training of popular natural language processing NLP models on AWS, while offering up to 50% cost saving over comparable GPU-based EC2 instances. You can get started with TRN1 instances by using popular ML frameworks such as PyTorch and TensorFlow, helping you lower training costs, reduce retaining times, iterate faster to build more innovative models, and increase productivity. You can use EC2 TRN1 instances to train natural language process NLP, computer vision, and recommender models across a broad set of applications such as speech recognition, recommendations, fraud detection, image and video classification, and forecasting. AWS Neuron adds support for Amazon EC2 TRN1 instances to unlock high-performance, cost-effective deep learning training at scale. The Neuron SDK includes a compiler, runtime libraries, and profiling tools that integrate with popular ML frameworks such as PyTorch and TensorFlow. With this first release of Neuron 2.x, developers can now run deep learning training workloads on TRN1 instances to save training costs by up to 50% over comparable GPU-based EC2 instances while getting the highest training performance in AWS Cloud for popular NLP models. Neuro adds support for training deep learning models, starting with language models, to be followed by additional model families, including visual models. Under language model, this release of Neuron supports transform encoder, autoencoder, and transformers in decoders autoregressive model um, architectures such as GPT. To help speed up developer workflow, 
and provide better insights to training workloads, Neuron now supports seamless just-in-time compilation, step-by-step execution with eager debug mode, and tools that provide performance and utilize insights. Amazon EC2 now offers an automated connection setup solution between EC2 and RDS database. Starting today in Amazon Elastic Compute Cloud, Amazon EC2, you can have the option to automatically set up connectivity between the EC2 instance and an Amazon RDS relational database service or Amazon Aurora database. Once you have a provision in EC2 instance, you can select RDS DB instance or cluster and with a single click, completely connect configurations to allow traffic from EC2 to RDS database. Amazon EC2 follows the connectivity best practices and automatically sets up security groups on your behalf, helping establish a secure connection. This feature provides a simplified and secured mechanism to complete the connection setup between an EC2 instance and RDS database. If done manually, establishing a connection between your application and database requires tasks such as setting up VPC, security groups, and ingress-egress rules. The automated solution helps improve productivity for new users and application developers who can now seamlessly connect EC2 instances to database in a simplified, automated way. Amazon EC2 adds service quota for Amazon Machine Images, AMIs. You will now see three new quotas in EC2 section on the service quota console page. The first quota is for the total number of AMIs within your AWS account. The second quota is for the total number of public AMIs within your AWS account. And the third quota is on the number of shares you have for each AMIs. These quotas are added by default for all AWS accounts and do not require any action from you. Each quota is per AWS account per AWS region. Spot instances interruption can now be tested directly from Amazon EC2 console via AWS Vault Injection Simulator integration. You can now inject Amazon EC2 spot instance interruption into your spot instance workload directly from Amazon EC2 console. In 2021, we launched the ability for you to use AWS Fault Injection Simulator, FIS, to simulate what happens when Amazon EC2 reclaims spot instances, enabling you to test your application is prepared for any interruptions. Now, we have made this capability available in the Amazon EC2 console. Spot instances enable you to run compute workloads on Amazon EC2 at a discount in exchange for returning the spot instances when Amazon EC2 needs the capacity back. Because it is always possible that your spot instances may be interrupted, you should ensure that your application is prepared for a spot instance interruption. To trigger a spot instant interruption from the Amazon EC2 console, you just need to navigate to the spot request section, select a spot instance request, and then choose action, initiate interruption. Behind the scenes, when they then use AWS FIS to inject the interruption in your selected spot instance so that you can test how your application will react to a real-world interruption. Another way of chaos testing, if you ask me. AWS Launch Wizard now automates deployment of SAP Solution Manager. AWS Launch Wizard now supports deployment of SAP Solution Manager 7.2 alongside SAP S4 HANA, BW4 HANA, and NetWeaver on HANA solutions. SAP Solution Manager allows you to centralize, enhance, automate, and improve the management of your SAP system landscape and is necessary for every SAP deployment. It supports customers in adapting their landscape to new requirements, for example, implementing a new business process. 
With today's launch, AWS Launch Wizard automates installation of SAP Solution Manager in a single node and distributed architectures in accordance with AWS and SAP best practices. With AWS Launch Wizard, offers a guided way to of sizing, configuring, and deploying AWS resources for third-party applications, such as Microsoft SQL Server Always On and HANA-based SAP systems without the need to manually identify and provision individual AWS resources. Improve availability of SAP HANA system on AWS with host auto failover. You can now deploy SAP HANA systems with host auto failover on AWS. Host Auto Failover is a fully automated host fault recovery solution for SAP HANA that allows you to add one or more hosts in standby mode to an SAP HANA system. Using Host Auto Failover, SAP HANA can automatically detect host failures, EC2 instances, OS level, or SAP HANA, and trigger an automated failover to a standby host, enabling you to automatically recover in minutes. Host Auto failover depends on shared storage so that a standby host can automatically take over when a active host fails. Starting today, you can deploy SAP HANA with host auto failover on Amazon Elastic Compute Cloud EC2 by using Amazon FXX for NetApp ONTAP as the shared storage solution. Amazon FXS for NetApp ONTAP is the first AWS shared storage service that is SAP certified for workloads such as S4 HANA, Business Suite on HANA, and BW4 HANA, offering fully managed storage built on NetApp's popular ONTAP file system. In addition to supporting host auto failover, Amazon FXX for NetApp ONTAP also offers a number of data management features that makes it even easier, faster to deploy and run SAP HANA, such as snapshots, clones, and snap mirror replication. So many updates, and they keep on coming. Indeed. So, exactly. So, AWS Lambda now supports event filtering for Amazon MSK, self-managed Kafka, Amazon MQ for Apache ActiveMQ, and Amazon MQ for RabbitMQ as event sources. So, basically, a whole lot of filtering for a whole lot of stuff. And this helps reduce traffic to customers' Lambda functions, simplifies code, and reduces overall cost. Now, you can already do this on SQS, DynamoDB, and Kinesis. So, now you can do a whole lot of other stuff using these other input criteria. Basically, it means less traffic in, less work done. You get to drop it on Ingress. AWS SAM CLI Pipelines now supports OpenID Connect Protocol, or OICD. The AWS SAM CLI is a developer tool that makes it easier to build, test, package, and deploy serverless applications. I know a lot of folks use this every day. SAM Pipelines make it easy to create continuous integration and deployment pipelines for serverless applications with Jenkins, GitLab, GitHub Actions, Atlassian, Bitbucket Pipelines, and of course, AWS Code Pipeline. And they come pre-packaged with a set of default pipeline templates for all supported systems that show you the best practices for secure, multi-account, and multi-region deployment so you can get up and running fast. With this launch, SAM Pipelines can be configured to support OIDC authentication from providers supporting OIDC like GitHub Actions, GitLab, and Bitbucket. And it'll use the OIDC tokens to configure the IAM identity providers, simplifying your setup process. 
And AWS has announced AWS SAM serverless connectors. So this is a new resource available in the serverless application model to simplify the granting of appropriate level of access to the resources in your application's infrastructure. So now developers describe how data and events need to flow between two resources and the type of access required. And AWS SAM will compose purpose-built IAM policies in order to facilitate the interaction defined by the developer in the connector resource. Amazon ECS launches additional metadata attributes for tasks running on Amazon EC2. You can now use the task metadata endpoint to retrieve the service name of a task as well as the Amazon VPC ID of an Amazon EC2 instance that the task is running on. And these additional metadata attributes give you increased visibility over your ECS container workloads that are running on EC2. A quick update on the topic of cost management. We are happy to announce a new Cost Explorer console experience. The new summary widget provides an at-a-glance view of the total and average monthly cost. Customers can also look up specific spend and usage information using the new search function introduced in the table view. Cost Explorer has an easy-to-use interface that lets you visualize, understand, and manage your AWS costs and usage over time, and you can analyze your data at a high level. So, for example, you can do total cost and usage across all accounts or dive deeper to identify trends, pinpoint cost drivers, and detect anomalies. Onto the topic of database. You can achieve faster database failover with Amazon Web Services JDBC driver for PostgreSQL. This is now generally available and you can use this with your Amazon RDS or Amazon Aurora PostgreSQL compatible edition database clusters. This wrapper driver is designed to work with the PostgreSQL community driver and provide improved failover handling for cluster databases such as Aurora PostgreSQL. The AWS JDBC driver for PostgreSQL is dropping compatible with your existing applications because it adds failover functionality alongside the community driver, reducing the need for you to make application changes. This release replaces the standalone AWS JDBC driver for PostgreSQL, which was previously released as a preview. Now, this wrapper driver minimizes failover time by monitoring database cluster status and caching the cluster's topology. The cache is then used to improve DNS name resolution speed if a node fails, reducing the failover time from minutes to seconds. Now, it's an open source project that uses Apache license version 2 and can be installed using Maven, Gradle, or by a .jar file. Amazon Aurora supports the Postgres 14.4 version. This fixes a, an issue that could cause silent data corruption when using create index concurrently or re-index concurrently commands. And you can initiate a minor version upgrade manually by modifying your cluster, or you can enable the auto minor version upgrade as well. Amazon RDS for SQL Server now supports some minor versions 2014 SP3, CU4, 2016 SP GDR, 2017 CU30, and 2019 CU16. As ever, we encourage you to upgrade your instances. You can do it easily through the console or the CLI or your own automation, and this means you are patched and up to date. Now onto the topic of end-user computing. Amazon AppStream 2.0 now supports webcams while streaming Linux applications and desktops. Previously, this feature is only available when streaming Windows application and desktop. With real-time audio, video, AV support available in Linux streaming sessions, your users can collaborate using webcams without having to leave their Linux AppStream 2.0 sessions. 
AppStream 2.0 provides a seamless real-time AV experience with video conferencing applications by compressing webcam video and microphone audio input on the client device before transmitting this data over a secure channel to the streaming instance. During their streaming session, users can enable audio and video input by using the AppStream 2.0 toolbar. Amazon AppStream 2.0 also supports creating Linux images using graphical user interface, GUI. With this launch, you can now create Linux AppStream 2.0 images in similar easy way you create Windows AppStream 2.0 images. The new tool gives you step-by-step -step visual guidance throughout the entire process, greatly reducing the complexity of creating Linux AppStream 2.0 images. Amazon AppStream 2.0 launched the support of Amazon Linux 2 back in 2021, enabling customers to stream Linux applications at low cost. At launch, Linux Image Assistant only had command line interface, and it required the administrator to run multiple Linux commands and scripts in a Linux terminal. While some like the command line interfaces, like myself, others prefer a familiar GUI experience of Image Assistant application on Windows AppStream 2.0. With this launch, you can choose to use either command line or graphical interface to create Linux AppStream 2.0 images. To launch the new GUI image assistant on Linux Image Builder, you must use AppStream 2.0 agent released on or after September 21st, 2022. It really is the year of the Linux desktop. It is. I'm so excited. <laughs> Onto the topic of machine learning. Amazon Lex launches support for Hindi and Dutch. Now, if you've not come across Amazon Lex, it's a service for building conversational interfaces into any application using voice and text. And it provides deep learning powered application speak recognition for converting speech to text and natural language understanding, NLU, to recognize the intent of text, which means you can make cool things. Now you now have that support for Hindi and Dutch, so you can cater for even more customer types. R Studio on Amazon SageMaker now comes with new developer productivity and security capabilities. This includes an enhanced R help system, improved editor support for the R pipe bind placeholder, and full end-to-end -end encryption that secures communication between the R Studio Server Pro and R Session applications. Onto the topic of management and governance. AWS Managed Microsoft AD is now available on Windows Server 2019. So for current customers with existing directories, you can simply update with a few clicks or programmatically via API. With this feature, you can initiate updates for existing directories when it's most convenient, avoiding peak business hours, for example. Additionally, starting in March 2023, AWS will begin automatically updating any managed AWS managed uh, Microsoft AD directories to Windows Server 2019. When you initiate the update, AWS managed Microsoft AD updates all domain controllers automatically, one at a time, including across all regions where the directory is deployed. During the update, the directory is active and available for your workloads. You can monitor the progress of your directories from the AWS console or API, and there are also step-by-step -step instructions and recommendations about how to do your plan. Keeping things up to date is always a critically important thing. AWS CloudFormation stack sets increases the limits on three service quotas. You can now deploy up to 100,000 stack instances per stack set. That was previously 2,000. Create up to 1,000 stack sets in your management account. That was previously 100. And run up to 10,000 concurrent stack instance operations in a single region per management account. Previously 3,500. So lots and lots of things. With this launch, you can scale your instance deployments from a single management account by 40x and minimize creation of management accounts to support multiple stack sets by 9x. 
Now onto the topic of migration and transfer. AWS Transfer Family now supports post-uploaded processing of partially uploaded files. This is pretty cool. Now this uses managed workflows, offering customers even more control in defining and executing file processing steps for both completed and incompleted file uploads. AWS Transfer Family provides fully managed workflows that allow you to specify and automate post-upload processing steps for files receiving using your AWS Transfer Family services. Previously, you could only trigger workflows on fully uploaded files. With this launch, you can now configure workflows to trigger processing of files that are only partially received, for instance, in the event of a premature session disconnection. This provides you more control on how to handle incomplete file uploads. For example, customers can now specify custom workflow steps that triggers when files are only partially received to automatically notify the user to retry sending the files or to move incompleted files into a separate folder for troubleshooting. Now onto the topic of networking and content delivery. AWS Gateway Load Balancer launches two new options to rebalance flows when target fails or deregisters. Today, we are launching a new feature that provides an option to define flow handling behaviors for AWS Gateway Load Balancer. Using this option, customers can now rebalance existing flows to a healthy target when the target fails or deregisters. This helps reduce failover when a target becomes unhealthy and also allows customers to gracefully patch or upgrade the appliances during maintenance windows. This feature uses the existing ELB API console and provides new attributes to specify the flow handling behavior. Since this feature changed flow behavior, customers should evaluate the effect of enabling this feature on availability and check with their third-party appliance provider documentation. Now, AWS appliance partners should consider taking the following steps. A, partners should validate whether rebalancing existing flows to healthy targets has implications on their application as it will start receiving flow midway, for example, without getting the TCP SNY. B, Update public documentation on how this feature will affect their appliance. And C, partners may use this capability to improve stateful flow handling on their appliances. AWS Global Accelerator launches two new edge locations. AWS Global Accelerator now supports traffic through two new AWS edge locations in my hometown of Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam and on the other side of the world, Kansas City in the United States. It's all coming together, isn't it? (laughs) It is. Two worlds coming together. That's 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 all it's about. We connect people together. That's what we do. And with addition, with these two new edge locations, Global Accelerator is now available through 104 points of presence globally and supports applications endpoints in 21 AWS regions. AWS Global Accelerator is a service that improves the availability, security, and performance of your internet-facing application by up to 60%. By using this congestion-free AWS network, in-user traffic to your application benefits from increased availability, DDoS protection at edge, and higher performance relative to public internet. Global Accelerator provides static IP addresses that acts as a fixed entry endpoints for your application resources in one or more AWS regions, such as your application load balancer, network load balancer, Amazon EC2 instances, or Elastic IPs. Global Accelerator continually monitors the health of your application endpoints and offers deterministic failover for multi-region workloads in less than 30 seconds without any DNS dependencies. Because remember, it's always DNS. Even when it's not DNS, it's DNS. It's DNS. (laughs) 
Onto the topic of security, identity, and compliance. Amazon Detective improves search by supporting case insensitivity. Now, this is a great quality of life improvement because now when you are conducting your security investigations, you don't have to get the exact upper and lowercase characters. So, for example, if you wanted to search for capital A admin and lowercase admin logins, you can use either of them to show the results for all admin logins across all data sources that store text, such as AWS CloudTrail, Amazon Guard Duty Findings, and Amazon EKS Audit. By adding support for case insensitivity, Detective makes it quicker to investigate potential security issues across your AWS workloads by only having to conduct one search that matches characters regardless of case. Now, you don't need to do anything to take advantage of this. Uh, everything will now support case insensitivity by default. Now, combined with wildcard support, which was released earlier this year, this makes searching even easier. And our last topic today is the topic of startups. AWS Activate is now open to all startups. Now, AWS Activate provides startups, including both smaller, early stage companies and more advanced digital businesses with free tools and resources to quickly get started on AWS. Today, we're excited to announce the availability of the new AWS Activate to any self-identified startup. Activate is full of personalized tools and resources designed to support startups through every stage of their journey, from their initial idea, to building an MVP, to securing their first customer, to scaling their businesses on AWS and beyond. Any startup can join AWS Activate and get instant access to the following. More than 40 battle-tested AWS solution templates tailored to a startup's use case. Personalized tools, resources, and content tailored to a startup's needs. Best practices for optimizing performance, managing risks, and keeping costs under control. And access to AWS startup lofts, offering founders a wealth of resources, exclusive webinars, and free one-to-one sessions with AWS startup experts to support the startup's journey from idea to IPO, including co-working space in select locations. Then, when startups are ready... AWS Activate members can apply for up to $100,000 in AWS credits, technical support credits, and access to exclusive third-party offers. And AWS Activate is generally available in all AWS regions, which is pretty cool. Lots of updates today, Horn, and we're only getting started because uh, I can kind of sense reInvent season is coming. It's a rumble. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be very, very exciting. Hey, Horn, how do folks reach out to you? You can always reach out to me on my Twitter handler at hansolo underscore one. That's H-A-W-N-S-O-L-O underscore one. And if you're a little more old school like me, you can always send your feedback to podcast at amazon.com and we do love to get your feedback. And of course, until next time, keep on building.